In this new segment of Advisor Revelations, the DPL team will discuss how to evaluate new solutions and address current challenges and the strategies that can help you grow your firm and AUM. And welcome to the latest version of Advisor Revelations podcast. My name is Jonathan Barth, Regional Vice President here at DPL Financial Partners. And I'll be hosting our session here today on alternative retirement income strategies and how to fund those. Joining me today is Leslie Grant, who's one of our lead consultants here at DPL. uh, And she'll be providing some insight directly from the firms that she works with. Leslie, how are you doing today? And welcome. Thanks for having me on the show, Jonathan. I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Well, before we get started, I want to remind everybody to go out and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're currently listening to this, uh, Spotify, our website, as well as a few other areas. And then also check out our website. It's dplfp.com. We're going to talk a little bit today about the tools and calculators. When we mentioned those things, directly available on our website. So please go out and register and play around with what's out there. Also, well, let's get into it. So Leslie, I wanted to bring up a conversation today that we are starting to hear, at least from what it sounds like, come up more and more on unique ways to fund retirement income strategies and what advisors can do specifically around pension buyouts. So we're going to have a lot of different topics in there today, but just really high level what types of conversations are you having with advisors right now on funding retirement income and where to pull those assets from? Great question. So what we've been experiencing quite a bit of in my territory with my firms, major Fortune 500 companies offering pension buyouts to their retiring employees. And you know, if you live around a major corporation, This is probably not a new story for you. You hear it all the time. Hey, you know, my client's got a pension. We don't need to talk to them about retirement income. And and the fact of the matter is you do need to be talking to them about retirement income. It's more times than not what we find when we compare a corporate pension buyout to what that pension payment would look like if the client were to keep their money with their corporation for the rest of their life is that, yeah, initially we might start out maybe a thousand bucks below what that pension's paying annually, which in terms of lifestyle for your clients, for a lot of people is not a make or break value. But what advisors find is that through the ability to have a potential death benefit for non-spousal beneficiaries, the ability to access that lump sum if plans change, the ability to have increasing income as you're drawing down that retirement portfolio or that annuity portfolio. There are a ton of benefits for folks looking to convert that pension buyout into an annuity, right? The annuity is doing the exact same thing that the pension would be doing for them if they held it, but it's doing it in a more secure fashion. With an annuity carrier, if they were to, for whatever reason, choose to underfund their lifetime income guarantees, right? Annuity carriers are 
regulated on a monthly basis by the states in which they are domiciled. And at any point when liabilities outstrip assets for an annuity or a life insurance carrier, that company is no longer going to be in business. Your publicly traded corporations, they can keep issuing debt until people aren't willing to buy it. They can keep selling shares of stock until people aren't willing to buy their stock any longer. But with an annuity company, we're much more strictly regulated in this space and have to meet certain funding requirements and capital reserve requirements for that carrier to even remain in business and continue to sell new products and issue new lifetime income contracts to clients. So I think for for a lot of advisors, understanding that difference in how these, these two different lifetime income vehicles are regulated is really important in assessing, you know, is it more valuable to my client to take this pension from a company who's, you know, B-rated from a credit perspective versus this annuity carrier over here who, yeah, initially we might be getting, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars less annually than what the pension was giving us. But we know that they've got greater stability and we know that that income is going to grow over time as our clients are recognizing it. And we know that there's going to be all this other flexibility surrounding those assets. The other aspect of that story, right, is that not everybody needs all of the income that that pension Mm -hmm. is going to provide, right? And when you look at the problem from that perspective, it's like, okay, let's fund as little as we can from this pension buyout into the annuity enough to get your clients, you know, non-discretionary spending covered and the rest take that and invest that for legacy take that and invest that for the trips that they've planned for retirement or the other major purchases that they want to make further on down the road right there's lots of different ways that we can utilize that money much more efficiently than just earmarking it towards income and hoping that both you and your spouse live to life expectancy and get all of those funds out of your corporation that you spent 30 or 40 years working at. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits of looking at a pension buyout or, or even a you know rollover or anything like that is that you're, you're introducing flexibility into the plan, right? Not everybody wants to be tied to one strategy for taking their income or to one company for the rest of their life. You're introducing not only diversification within the investment accounts, but also diversification of how you're taking your income, right? You are going to have discretionary withdrawals that you can pull from long-term investment assets. You're going to have some level of guaranteed income from an annuity or the pension. And you're also going to have social security. But having that flexibility allows advisors and clients to create that extremely customizable retirement that they are really looking for, right? Because no two retirements are the same. That's a good thing. Right? It gives people the freedom to live how they want and be able to make the choices that they want. And the annuity is really a way to unlock that flexibility and freedom there and really take the handcuffs off the rest of the portfolio. So that's great. 
I think one of the things that even I need to be better about, you know, communicating when I'm working with with my advisor teams is the the credit rating, right? I think that's something that's very not publicized much at all, right? Thinking about the credit worthiness of the company that the client worked for. Yeah, you may have worked for them for 30, 40 years, but you know, here even locally, GE reduced their dividend and, and has had their own issues. A company as strong as that, still a risk that you're introducing into the financial plan and into retirement. The annuity carrier obviously solves for a lot of that. So that's fantastic insight. Thank you for sharing that. Before we started this and then started the recording, you and I were catching up a little bit. And you mentioned that you're having success not only with just pension buyouts, but also other rollover opportunities and some unique ways that advisors are going after assets that you know they've wanted all along, right? From their 401ks and IRA rollovers. Would you share with the audience a little bit about that and what you're seeing there? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just thinking about 401ks in general, it brings up a great opportunity to remind our audience that Secure Act has made it possible for annuities to become a part of clients' 401ks. And we've not seen a lot of robust adoption there yet, but I know that there are companies working on it. And I would anticipate seeing annuity offerings with lifetime income benefits as part of clients' 401ks in the future. So if you're not talking to your clients about annuities before this happens, you're missing out on an opportunity to not only educate them, let them know that you have access to these types of strategies, which oftentimes are going to be less expensive than what the 401k might be offering with all of its added expense. But again, provide for additional flexibility and additional choice in your product lineup and what's being offered to that client. So there's some you know, really strong reasons to be talking about guaranteed income with clients who are nearing retirement age as we see the impacts of Secure Act and now Secure Act 2.0 start to play out. But for a lot of my advisors, particularly those who serve younger clients, we run into all the time folks whose majority of their assets are locked up in that 401k mm-hmm. plan. And you might have you know, a modest, non-qualified after-tax account that you're managing for that client with the goal of, hey, I know they've got this $400,000 401k over here that we're eventually going to take over and manage when they separate from service or when they're old enough to do a rollover on this. And so what we're finding for a lot of advisors is recognition that with certain types of structured annuity products, which have no explicit fees and provide some level of principal protection, it becomes a really easy story for an advisor to say, hey, you know, the only thing you're going to pay for is my advice on how to allocate this and utilize this alongside your plan. There are no investment expenses. There are no brokerage fees. There are no trading fees. But you're also getting some downside protection. And whether that be through a fixed indexed annuity or a registered index linked annuity or RILA, it's going to vary how much downside protection you have. We're going to base that on your risk tolerance and where we're earmarking these assets to play within the rest of your portfolio. But also when we look back at 2022, and I had an advisor say this to me 
back in September when we started rolling a bunch of his clients into the Rylas solutions, he was like, you know, nothing else has worked this year. <laughs> and I look at this and I, I see how this can work. Even in a down market, I'm going to beat the market because of the structure of these products. Like that's, that's what we're looking for. We're trying to, you know, beat the market or be in line with the market. If I can incrementally provide more return to my clients by losing less than the guy down the street, I'm adding value, even in a negative year. And that's a really powerful and impactful statement, particularly for clients who are more risk averse or have a shorter time period for continuing to accumulate assets before they retire. Because we all know, you know, the closer you are to retirement, that fragile decade, five years before, five years into retirement, that's really where you need to control the most for volatility and downside risk to protect that client's retirement spending. And the structured annuity products enable advisors to do that in a way that's liquid and very low cost. Right. And it's not just for income. I know a lot of these annuities, whether they are the RILAs, that registered index linked annuity, or a fixed index annuity, which has 100% principal protection where you can't lose a dollar due to market performance, you have the ability to add a lifetime withdrawal benefit or not. Right. And so sometimes, it is, we need to add a lifetime withdrawal benefit and efficiently generate that income from the portfolio. But then sometimes it's not. Sometimes we're just making sure that we don't have a situation where we're going to have some big market returns in the first couple of years. And we're just really trying to mitigate that sequence of return risk just to get into retirement and get out of that fragile decade like you're talking about. The annuities that are out, out here now in the advisory space, totally unique different. You're hearing Leslie talk about the liquidity, the no brokerage fees, no investment fees, no fees for the annuity, truly low cost solutions that fit within the RIA business model. And one thing that's great about it is that as interest rates have increased over the last 12 to 18 months, that's obviously benefited a lot of the investment products, benefited annuities a lot as well, right? Leslie, what have you seen with the rising interest rate environment and how that relates to the FIAs and the RILAs that you just talked about with advisors? Great question. I mean, with structured annuity products, right, they're driven by options. And the options market is driven by two things. It's driven by interest rates and it's driven by volatility. So with respect to RILAs, you know, we've seen the cap rates, meaning the maximum that you could potentially earn on a year, come up substantially to where we're looking at, you know, 20, 25% upside, dependent upon the carrier and other features of the product, which for most of our advisors, looking at their market expectations, having a 20% upside for the next year, okay. I don't know many advisors who are anticipating double digit <laughs> returns. You know, yeah. most of my advisors are anticipating low growth, slow growth, very modest type returns, kind of similar to what we experienced in, you know, 2010, 2011, where there was all that volatility due to the uh, European debt crisis and our own budget challenges here in the US. 
right? We had really modest performance there. Well, we also simultaneously had really low interest rates. There wasn't a way to make a buck in that environment. Flip that to where we're at today, where we still have a lot of volatility, but we have really great interest rates that allow us to purchase better upside for our clients. And in some facts, guarantee upside for our clients with what are called like trigger rate options or mm-hmm. step up rate options that awards you, you know, 14, 15, 16% if the market is flat or positive any amount. So if the market returns six, but I'm giving you 16, I just gave you a heck of a lot of alpha for virtually no cost. That's a great win for clients. And that's a great win for advisors. And that's what increasing interest rates has helped us bring to the table. Prior to 2022, you know, those step up rates were typically around nine or 10%, which is still great for a lower returning equity environment. But where we're at today, I feel like these give you the ability to capture the full upside of the market while still protecting against those more conservative clients' worst fears of losing all of their money. Right. And that's the thing is that you have those great upside potentials, but there's also the protection on the downside as well. And that's that's truly what we're doing with mitigating sequence of returns, protecting that principle and the wealth accumulation that clients have gone through for you know all of their working years. Let's make sure we're taking some of the chips off the table, right? For anybody who likes to gamble or, or yep. has been to Vegas, let's take some chips off the table, but still try to get some market returns, but do it in a structure and a platform that provides some protection and risk mitigation. On top of that, right, the volatility in the interest rates has helped with these products, even from a more conservative standpoint, right? We always talk about the RILAs that we spend a lot of time talking about here today as kind of that hybrid solution, right? It's not necessarily totally tied to the equity market. It's not totally a fixed index annuity where it's a bond alternative. It is that true middle ground alternative strategy. If we go and we look at something that is super conservative for those clients that can't stomach any market downturn, that are looking to guarantee their principal, that are looking to protect what they, they've earned and not lose a dollar you know, based on market performance, fixed index annuities and multi-year guaranteed annuities are also great alternatives for those rollovers. Right. You want to share a little bit about how the interest rates have impacted those products as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think when looking at those more conservative clients and looking at true 100% principal protection strategies, which for a lot of clients have a really solid place in a portfolio, not just from a risk reduction perspective, but also from a guaranteed return perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to think about when we think about total return and when we talk about total return, I think at times advisors discount the impact of yield on total return. When we're talking about an annuity that's, you know, say paying 6% for four years, which there's one on our platform right now that's doing just that it's 6% per year, four years, simple as that right? That's a 6% mm-hmm. total return. And I'm not saying that you need to put 100% of your client's assets in there or 50% of their assets in there. But if you have a portion of the portfolio that you know for the next four years is going to generate 6%, no matter what happens, 
how does that change how you allocate the rest of the portfolio? Does it maybe enable you to take a little bit more equity risk, maybe branch into some international or some emerging markets, right? Diversify the portfolio a little bit more. Does it allow you to perhaps uh, take on more credit risk in your fixed income to get higher yield, right? But knowing that you've got this building block of, hey, I'm getting 6% here, how does that work in with the rest of my assumed returns to improve the outcome? And that's really, I think, the way to think about it and how to look at it is that, yeah, it's yield, but yield's a component of total return. This is a 6% total return. Right. A total return on that part to echo that again. And that's that's great. And what you're doing there is introducing flexibility, right? All of our conversation here today and all these different topics are just introducing flexibility into the financial plan and into the retirement income strategies so that clients can live that extremely customizable retirement that they're all looking for. And advisors have the tools to be able to manage that and provide those solutions to clients. Real quick before we get out of here, Leslie and I have talked about a lot of different things here today. All of this can be found with our tools and calculators on the DPL website. Working with DPL, work with myself or Leslie, and you bring us a pension buyout case, we're immediately going to share the guaranteed income analysis tool with you and say, okay, what would that lump sum be? How are the clients? What state do they live in? Okay, let's see how all of these different types of annuities compared to what income their company would be providing, right? That's one way to do this. Client has a rollover opportunity from their 401k. They want to look at principal protection strategies. Leslie and I and the entire DPL team are able to create reports and and generate proposals that have that customized downside protection, 100%, like with a fixed index annuity or some more upside potential, as well as some downside protection, like with the registered index linked annuities. So all that to say, if you have not gone out to our website, dplfp.com, go out to our website, register, full access to the tools and calculators. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And most importantly, I want to thank Leslie here today for sharing her insights, the advisor stories, the client stories, and providing some unique perspective on how we can efficiently fund retirement income and some unique ways to be able to solve for that. So Leslie, thank you for your time. Very much appreciate it. Thank you, Jonathan. All right. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. To hear more advisor revelations, go to dplfp.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming app.